0: It's, not, it's a huge bruise on your arm. Yeah, you know why
1: she got it? Because she struggled. <laughs> if you don't struggle, you don't get a bruise.
0: Makes sense. I have got I hate I could never. If I ever need IV, just kill me. Do you remember I could never. Do you remember
1: when I had my kidney stone stuff and how many you know how many times I went to the hospital? Three times. You okay. know how many IVs I had? Three. You know how many bruises I had? None. Because I didn't struggle.
0: But you're also scared of needles.
1: Yeah, I'm terrified of needles. So you'd think I'd struggle, but no, you gotta tough it up. You just put your arm. No, you I, would I would just die.
0: I would just ahead, Just turn it. Cut me off. Just kill me. I'm not getting one of those in my arm.
1: It. I literally when I'm. They're like. I'm. When like. Okay, we're gonna put in the IV. I always go like. Hey. Okay. Don't tell me what you're doing. Um. I just want you to, like, let me know when it's gonna happen so I can be mentally prepared for it. Um. But then don't say anything until it's done. And then when it's done. I won't look at it, and then I'll pass out, and he'll be. He'll you be don't. Like,
0: okay. You don't do like they don't have a countdown or anything. Or no, like... I
1: tell them I'm very specific because when they come out with the IVs, I'm like I'm terrible with needles. Um, I've had I, I'm better with IVs than I am with needles, um, but that's just because of like I've done so many IVs now. <laughs>
0: you poor thing. Yeah. My God.
1: I mean, because I had to have IVs when I got my um wisdom teeth taken out. I had an IV in the hand.
0: You got your wisdom? No, not in the hand. No. Oh yeah. No. no. Yes, no. it's the
1: worst. No, it's the worst. It's so much worse than the arm. It really uh, is. Um, I, no. Uh, but I've had my one in the hand twice. I had it for then. I'm to
0: throw up. And,
1: do, you, do you need to stop talking about <laughs> no, this? No, it's okay.
0: Um,
1: because when you have surgery, they don't want to put it in your arm because they want to be able to move you around. Yeah. So when I got it, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, and then when I got the ure, uterus, uterus,
0: Do you have you- a uterus?
1: No, you ureth- re ure- thrill urethral- uh, scopy. Yeah, I don't
0: think you have a ut- <laughs> I don't
1: know what it's called. I looked it up earlier, but I don't remember. Hey, Siri. <laughs> hey, Siri. What do you call it when they go up the penis to get to the kidney stone?
0: Okay. I found this on the web for what do you call it when they go up the penis to get to the kidney stone. <clears throat> Check it out.
1: <laughs> didn't think we'd be hearing Siri say penis today, did you?
0: I didn't know, but that was a delight.
1: <laughs> You're, it's... U R E T E R O SCOPY. Ureteroscopy. Ureteroscopy. Scopy. Ureteroscopy. 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 They stuck a tube up my penis and shot a kidney stone with a laser.
0: You think spelling the word out is going to help me? It's not.
1: Okay, I thought it was helping me a little okay. bit, kind of.
0: No. Shut up.
1: Just shut up. You. You, you be By quiet. By the
0: time you got to the third letter, I forgot what the first letter was. It's fine. I don't get it. You know how when you're like a child or even if when you're like twenty and you don't know a word, so you spell it to your parents so that they will tell you what it's what the word is. I don't get how they how how did they how do they know? Like how can you keep all the letters in your head and then like sound it out like I don't get it.
1: Well, you are the person that thinks there's twenty seven letters in the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense that you don't <laughs> quite get that one
0: word out like okay if i knew the word i guess if it was something really easy like birthday or i don't know a common word but if you come up to me with like a word that i'm not like familiar with and you spell it to me i'm not i'm not gonna know what it is
1: like pronunciation wise
0: no like at all you, you just
1: won't you won't know the word at all
0: like i don't think i will like if you're coming to me asking for pronunciation and you're gonna spell the word to me i don't think i can keep I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can tell you what the word is. You're trying to think of a word, aren't you?
1: Uh, No, maybe. Oh, you don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but, but yeah, so when you get it in the hand, like, because...
0: Oh, no, we are talking about that. Good. Did
1: you want to get off that side? No, oh, I'm coming God. back. I got to, because I got to finish the thought, because then people will be like, you didn't finish the thought. And okay. I'll be like, Yeah. Oh, my dad cannot listen to this part of the podcast. He will. He's going to freak out. He can't do need to say He's worse than me.
0: Really? Yeah. Like,
1: even us just talking about it is going to make him be like... Oh.
0: I'm already, hello, but I'm still here because yeah, you won't stop. I won't stop.
1: But like I said, because they don't, they want to be able to move you around and move your arm around. So they have to put it in the hand because it's more accessible. Um, and so to get it in the hand, they have to put a, um, what is it called? A tourniquet. Are you good? Are you going to puke? No. Did you puke a little? No. <laughs> you have to put a, um, a, tourniquet. a tourniquet on your arm to make your veins swell and then they can put it in. Anyway. No,
0: <laughs> I can't. It. I don't know why it bothers me so much. It's it's a needle in your arm, and it stays. Well, actually, and it it's stays. Not the, why does it stay? It's not the needle. It's not. So, I know it's not the needle. I know it's like some flexible like material, and it's supposed to be like you can move, and it won't. It, you'll be fine. Like it might hurt a little bit, but you'll be fine. But like no, I think there's a needle in me, and it's, it's not it's, supposed to be in me. Yeah. And I feel like if I move at all, like it's just gonna like I'm, <laughs> it's gonna pop back out. It's, <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, yeah, no. no. Well, uh, this is Media for the Intellectual <laughs> and Impoverished, so that is all going to be in the episode. Great. because Because uh, I put the intro right here, so booyah. Damn it. <laughs> Go me. Uh, sorry, Dad.
0: Sorry, Dad. Uh, not
1: sorry. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today, Randy?
0: We're going to talk about romance. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't do our intro. Yeah, wait, no, shut
1: up. Okay, okay, uh, take two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> So this is Media for the Intellectually Impoverished, I'm Randy. I'm Taylor. And that uh, uh, together we make a podcast.
0: Where we enrich your mediocre lives.
1: Glad you went with that, that was fun. Yeah. Um,
0: that was dumb. That
1: <laughs> was really dumb. She's Randy.
0: I, I, I'd hope by now they would know. Well,
1: maybe it's their first episode.
0: Why are they starting on like the... 11th episode you know it's just sometimes people will just click on the most recent episode that's very true she's randy i'm randy that's taylor i'm taylor i'll take it (laughs) today we're gonna be talking about romance romance i am a hopeless romantic and when you told me that we were gonna be doing romance my mind just it stopped working because i i could not think of a movie i was like i've never seen a romance movie and I had to, sit, like, yes, you have. You've seen every romance movie. But it's like
1: when you put on the spot to find something for the podcast, it's always just like, I don't feel like I've ever played or done anything or seen anything like that. I've
0: never done anything.
1: I don't exist. Like, I'm just a. <laughs> I am just
0: I do not exist.
1: <laughs> I'm a non corporeal being. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It just. But also, like, romance is my jam. Like I, I love romance. I, I'm hopeless romantic. I want everyone to get together.
1: <laughs> everyone needs to be together all the time.
0: All the time. <laughs> and I, I just couldn't think of any. Am I going first? I'm do assuming you, do, so you because can. I think you went first last time. I
1: don't. If you want to go first, you go first. I'm uh, uh totally fine with uh, having more time to come up with a recommendation.
0: Um. So I couldn't think of any movies, um, and I looked up romance movies. I have to tell you my whole process. I looked up romance movies, and they're all, like, these recent films that came out in 2019, 2020, and some coming out this year, and they all look terrible. But I guess all romance movies look terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I, the main thing is, or I feel like the main, ro- like, I don't think there's ever, maybe there are, I feel like the most common romance movies is a rom-com. A romantic comedy.
1: I would agree, because I was thinking about, like, even from video games, like, it's difficult to just find a romantic video game without some kind of twist. At I'm least... so
0: excited for yours, because I have no, I've never seen a video game, I don't think I've ever seen a video game that has romance in it, besides maybe Mario and Princess Peach. That's about well, it. I
1: mean, I've got a, I've got a pretty good one. Okay. Um, but you will see when we get there. Okay. I also have, like, a really, really stupid one that I could just mention for fun, but I'm... Um... <clears throat> Uh, That's a spoiler for the end of the podcast. <laughs>
0: you have to work for it.
1: <laughs>
0: so I looked up romance movies. Um, I didn't, I don't know any of those. And then I looked up, right now, before we started, I was like, I have to, I know I've watched romance movies, so I have to look them up. I have to find some that I've seen, because I know I've seen some. I looked up teen romance movies,
1: that was a mistake. <laughs> oh
0: my god. No, that's those are the ones that I've seen.
1: Those are all the ones you see. Ugh.
0: All of them.
1: I uh t- oh, Teen romance. I'm talking movies.
0: I'm talking about The Fault in Our Stars. I'm talking about Paper Towns. Talking about 5 feet apart. Um if I stay
1: you know what's funny? I, I think anymore. I can recognize all the names from seeing the trailers for those movies at other movies, but I've never watched a single You've one. You've
0: never? I love. Okay, they're not all great, and they're all. I mean, yeah, they're all pretty cringy. I mean, all teen ro- romance. most romance
1: movies are hokey.
0: They are. Even the one I'm going to talk about is hokey. <laughs> nice. I wish I would have. I, I. I don't wish. I'm. I'm proud of the one that I'm going to talk about because i actually pretty. I like it. Um, but I need to. I should. Broaden my horizons and actually find a a romance maybe that's maybe not hokey. I think you can find those in TV shows.
1: Yeah, I think TV shows do less hokey stuff. Well, and, and also there's because you a have
0: longer time to like actually develop the relationship. But I think like uh, Jim and Pam in The Office and uh, Ross and Rachel and Friends. I love a lot of sitcoms so. I think all of those relationships are pretty good. But again, you have a lot of time to develop them. Anyways, so the movie that I'm going to be talking about is Palm Springs. Have you ever heard of it? I'm assuming not. Yes. So it's a film that came out in 2020. It's on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu original. Could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's a Hulu original. Um, it stars Andy Samberg. Samberg? Samberg? Is it San S- Sam or Sam? Um,
1: Sam? Hey, Siri. Who is Andy Samberg?
0: Andy Samberg is an American comedian.
1: Samberg. Sam. Sam? Sam. Samberg. As okay. in Samantha Ber- No, shut up. <laughs> that was really mean to Siri. She it was kinda,
0: very aggressive.
1: <laughs> she like, like blinked and then she was just like, <laughs> she kind of got sad. I'm sorry, Siri, but I'm not.
0: Oh, I'm not going to be able to say the woman's name.
1: Oh, because you can't spell it?
0: Oh, you shut the fuck up, (laughs) Kristen Miliotti. Spell it. Can you? If I spell it to you, you'll be able. M I L I O T I. Miliotti. Miliotti. Okay, you're a bitch. Um, It stars Andy Samberg and Kristen Miliotti. You Andy Samberg, he's been in Brooklyn Nine Nine and a bunch of other like comedies. He's a really really funny guy. I did
1: just watch a comedy with him in it called Hot Rod.
0: I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, it's I mean it's not like amazing. It's um it's really fun because it's like a a compilation of bits from a bunch of just um Saturday Night Live people because there's a whole <laughs> bunch of Saturday Night Live actors in it and um it got like a terrible score on Rotten Tomatoes and it's really just like a stream of consciousness comedy makes sense um and it, it it was really really funny i don't want to give away my favorite line um because i like go watch it just for fun it's uh, like if you if you it, and like six other people or like don't know what to watch just find hot rod uh, with andy Sandberg.
0: With six other people? Don't watch it alone?
1: No, because it's not fun if you watch it alone because it's just such a irreverent comedy. Oh, but like, okay. if you watch it with a bunch of other people, it's really fun.
0: Gotcha. Okay, and Kristen Milioti, she is the... I only know her from one thing, and she's the mom at the end of How I Met Your Mother. She's the mother? She's the mother.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Have you seen How I Met Your Mother? No. Okay, well, you can shut the fuck up. That's another <laughs> show that has a really good... um a romance in it. I don't like the way that it ended. I won't give away who actually ends up with who because that's like the whole point of the show, but I didn't like the way that that one ended. But I have to give them props for actually making good characters who actually worked together. Anyways, Palm Springs is about a man and a woman who are, they don't know each other. They're strangers at a wedding and they keep living... The same day over and over again. They keep living the wedding over and over again. Both of them? Both of them. It's
1: like Groundhog's Day with romance.
0: Exactly. And I just I just watched it. I was at work, my boss left. Hopefully she doesn't hear this. And then I turned on the movie and I watched the movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it was on Hulu? It was on Hulu. Hulu. Do you have like Hulu plus or do you have like just college student Hulu?
0: I just have college student Hulu. Oh,
1: see it had ads. Yeah. Gross.
0: But ads don't bother me. I, they do bother me when I go to my boyfriend's house and we watch because he has like premium. And so he doesn't have ads. And then when I go home and I start watching mine, I'm like, there's ads. <laughs> uh,
1: I have to watch commercials again. Yeah. It doesn't bother me with television shows. When I watch TV on Hulu, like I can live with it because it's like just watching TV regular. Yeah. Um, but when I'm watching a movie, it always feels really forced.
0: It does because they have to like. Cut it in awkward places because movies weren't made to have commercials in the middle of them. They're made to be Watched one... all the way through. Yeah. I would
1: feel better if they did, like, maybe a minute of ads in the beginning and then a minute of ads at You some... couldn't do it you at the end. Couldn't do it at the end. Because people because just walk people away. People just walk away. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh, but uh, today's sponsor, um, ad placement. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And this is where the ad was placed.
1: Oh, dude, that'd be so great if we had ads. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? We could. We could I mean, we could. Podbean emailed us and we are like, hey, you can put ads in now. And I was like, I knew that, but thanks.
0: We should reach out to some people about ads. We should. Just like randomly people. Oh, my God. Okay, I feel like I have to explain what a romance is, even though it's pretty self-explanatory. So it's usually about a guy and a girl. Uh, We're getting more um, open with society nowadays. So a lot more movies and television shows are coming out where it's between a female and a female and a male and a male, which is great. We love equality. Mm -hmm. So it's usually where two people who don't know each other at the beginning of the film, uh don't like each other usually or have some kind of disagreement and then they're forced to spend time together and then they fall in love with each other and then there's a falling out and then at the very end they discover that they can't live without that other person and they end up together i have just basically told you the plot of every romance movie
1: uh every hallmark romance movie
0: every no no Every romance movie.
1: I don't know if it's every romance movie. Every romance movie. You really think that every romance movie in the beginning, they start out like disliking each other? Because I feel like there are just some romance movies where like they just don't know each other yet. And then they meet. But I will be honest, some of the romance movies that I'm thinking of right now also, they all fit that bill. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, they all they all have a disagreement at the beginning. They don't like each other at the beginning. And I'm not going to talk about this now. I'm getting off of the topic of Palm Springs. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Bear with me. But I'm not going to talk about it now. My favorite movie of all time is Hercules. And I, I will save that in-depth dive into Hercules for another day. But just taking that as its basic, it is a Disney movie. And it starts off with Hercules and Meg don't know each other they she's a big tough girl and can fend for herself doesn't like him and then uh they start hanging out they figure out that they like each other and then she does something she doesn't what is it it's my favorite movie i know she's working for hades but that's the thing
1: that she does she works for hades she tricks hercules
0: yeah, and that, that's that's it, yeah, and then he doesn't like her anymore, and then uh, when she gets hurt, then he uh, loves her, and then they end up together. Uh, spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's been out for like 30 years almost. Came out in the oh 90s. Oh my god,
0: it has been out for 30 years. It came out in 1993.
1: So, almost Don't 30 years. Don't test
0: me, of course I know where, when well, it came out. I
1: was just spoken out, speak, speak, spoken, mixed speaking. Mix in two speaking. more
0: years it will be, I'm gonna die.
1: That is the thing now, isn't it? Just like you can't
0: cough anywhere. You
1: can't. It's like coughing or sneezing makes you look like a time bomb. Yeah. Like people are just like side eyeing you just all the time. Uh, It's.
0: But then other people cough, and I don't think anything of it. Have you ever noticed that? Like you think that like oh if I cough like everybody's gonna like look at me weird and maybe sometimes people do, but I've sat in class and I've heard other people cough. Maybe not as badly as I do. But I've heard it, and maybe one or two, uh, like, coughs. And I don't think anything of it. I'm like, yeah, they got, they got to clear their throat.
1: Yeah, man. I'm afraid to sneeze because I am apt to have a runny nose all the time. um, And so I have to sneeze a lot because, like, I just get mucus because I'm a gross human being who has gross human being stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so afraid to sneeze. Like, even just now when I was like, I have to sneeze, I thought you were going to be like, oh, no, he's sneezing.
0: Anyways, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of what I want to say about it. It was, I really liked it. I'm trying to just resonate because I just watched it. It's very interesting because it does follow the the normal plot pattern of a romance film where they don't like each other at the beginning. So what it is, is you... I won't give the whole movie away, but I will give some spoilers if you haven't watched it. And you should go watch it because I thought it was pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like my top romance movie, but then again, I can't tell you what my top romance movie is. I'd have to really sit and think about it and probably re-watch a lot of movies. But he has already been living that day. We don't know how long. He's He's already in it. And then um, you find out that he got this power, this curse, by walking into a cave. And then she follows him into that cave one night. And then now she is living the same day. And so you see her going through the process. It's the same thing as Groundhog Day, where he is first, like, trying to get out of it. Or he doesn't want to be living in it. And so he kills himself a bunch of times. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Groundhog Day. Um, And then she... Does the normal thing where, like, then you start talking to everybody and you start learning everybody's life story, and then the next day, like, they don't know who you are, and then you freak them out by telling them information about themselves. Mm-hmm. It's really good, and when you meet Andy Samberg and his character, he's very done with life because he's already gone through all of that. And so he's like, life is meaningless. There is no God. There is no hell. There is nothing. Like, this is just existence, and there is no way to get out of existence. And then you have her dynamic of, no, that like, this is, I can do it. I You couldn't do it, but I can do it because I'm better than you. And so she goes through the exact same thing, but when they do fall for each other and they start having a good time and I I love it I don't usually find like romantic comedies are like really hokey like you said like we said earlier um and I don't really find it comedic usually I won't laugh I'm in it for the payoff of the couple actually getting together this film actually made me laugh and I don't like potty humor I feel like I've said that on here before I know that you really like it I do not like potty humor I don't get it I'm not a child you are a child? Uh, uh, what? Farts and what? I don't I don't get it. But this film had a lot of potty humor, but it also had just nice like I don't know what kind I don't know the different types of humor. I know there's like slapstick and there's other, but I couldn't tell you what this kind of humor was. I would lean more to say that it was like foul like potty humor. But it did make me laugh. And I that was another that was a great addition to the film you want to say something
1: the potty humor made you laugh
0: yeah not i like the...
1: the i like the way that you said it when you were like but it did make me laugh yes of course i'm very posh
0: i didn't mean it like that if you know me i'm not posh hey
1: <laughs> yeah, but apparently you're too good for pee pee poo poo jokes
0: i don't get it why is it funny
1: <laughs> because it is
0: everybody does it
1: yeah that's why it's funny because some people like to think that they, like, to pretend that they don't do it, and then, like, calling them out on it is really funny.
0: Girls don't fart, poop, or pee. No, my we favorite just thing- con- like, everything that we consume, we just, like, <laughs> pressurize it until it's nothing. My,
1: my favorite thing to do is when you have someone that, like, you really don't like, or, like, a girl's being really mean to you, you can just be like, that person sits on a toilet and just has sh- the shits. Just like the the worst runs you could possibly imagine. And they've lived I would, through that.
0: I would not... But you find that funny.
1: I find that that is more entertaining than anything else when I'm mad at someone. But what's funny is pee-pee-poo-poo jokes.
0: That, no.
1: Anyway, potty humor made you laugh uh, thinking about the movie. and uh,
0: I'm trying to think. It was hokey, but it was funny. And... I liked the character dynamic of him being done with life and her like still wanting to live and then it shifts at the end because a secret comes out um, and it, it, and that's the part where it ruins like they're having fun and they love each other and they're just starting to like start their relationship and then something happens a secret comes out and then they're like no we hate each other this is never going to work but he changes his his perspective once he realizes that she no longer wants to be with him or that she's mad at him. And then he's like, but life is worth living because of you. And it's such a I don't know, that's like the thing of all romances. Like life doesn't matter. And then when you come into my but life matters now because of you, you're <laughs> you, my world. You have
1: made the life matter, you father. Have
0: made, <laughs> the, father. You have made the life matter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's it wasn't as hokey as I as some other movies, and I think that it it paid off really well. And I like the big speech that he gave at the end because she was like, You get one sentence for his big speech that is such a staple in romantic movies. Like they the big speech where the person comes running back and no, I love you, and these are all the reasons why. And she's like, You get one sentence. <laughs> and it was great. And then they die together, and then yeah. <laughs> That's not the end, but Okay, okay.
1: Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Cool. Glad.
0: That was just my that was my joke. It didn't pay off because you got really scared.
1: (laughs) I was like, well, I mean, like, that'd be a great ending, but like that's a morbid one.
0: It is pretty morbid. I wanna I'm trying to think if there's anything new that it did, but I don't think it did. I think it was really just trying to play off of the old, like, stereotypes of a romantic movie, but also they changed it with the humor because It actually made me laugh, and I feel like I don't usually laugh at romantic comedies.
1: Yeah, well, maybe it's because it was played more off as a satire. Maybe. Because, um, like, you having seen, apparently, all of the teen romance movies.
0: And also, maybe the teen romance movies are, like, they're more dramatic because they're teenagers, and teenagers love drama.
1: I just want to see some guy's head explode.
0: You don't see this in that movie.
1: Oh, well. But it
0: is pretty gruesome. It's a rated R movie.
1: Dude, it's got the R rating? Yeah, so Dude, I can't there's... even watch that without my parents around. Shut the fuck
0: up. So there is inappropriate scenes. No,
1: oh, that's gross. Grody.
0: How was at work. <laughs> <I>
1: was at... <laughs> Can you imagine if if your boss... Because we work at the same place. If our boss had walked back in... And seeing you during one of... It's like when you're watching TV and then, like, your mom walks in right when the sex scene starts. And you're just like, it's not... It's it's, the, it's, it's not ju- that. It's it's, a- it's just the one... You just happen It's not...
0: It's uh, the one in the
1: entire film. Like, it's all... This is all... And then she's like, turn it off. And you're like... <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> but people kept walking in. Obviously, I'm at work. And so when they would walk in, I'd quickly, like, shut down my iPad. And I'm like... Yes, how can I help you? <laughs> uh,
1: yes, how can I help you?
0: I just wasn't watching people have sex.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, g- uh, grody. <laughs>
0: Gross. Um, no, I think it was, I think you're right. I think it was a like you didn't even see it and you put the words in my mouth. It's a, it was a satire Um. of romantic comedies and it was really good. You should go watch it. That's pretty much all that I can say about it. I don't want to give away the ending. I do, let me say this about um, not so much speaking to the groundhog, I mean, to the romance of it, because it ends the exact same way that all romance ends. They Um, get
1: together, and then they get married, and then the movie ends with them happy.
0: Yeah. That's that's how how, a romance movie ends. Okay, but that's why I love, I just touched the mic, I'm sorry. That's (coughs) why I love romance. And there's one of our professors who is very cynical and doesn't like happy endings, and I don't get it.
1: I can understand the appeal of a not happy ending and well he's also like a, a big film buff dude who's just like in order for a film to hit home it can't be happy at the end because then people will just leave happy and they don't leave remembering your movie you know if it, if it makes you upset at the end then
0: okay okay I get that if it if you leave upset like you remember the film but also I like I love happy endings mm-hmm. like it's just because that's And his argument, maybe I'm wrong, he'll correct me, but his argument was that, like, that's not life. Like, life doesn't have a happy ending. Like, there's always, like, you can have happy days and you can have happy moments, and then, like, something else will come and ruin it. And so movies, they always end on a happy ending and you don't get to see what happens afterwards. But I love happy endings because that's what you wish your life could be. You Mm -hmm. wish that you could just get to that one place and it's just, and then you're happy. And then it, it just...
1: And then you die.
0: And then you die.
1: You're happy... And then you die.
0: Wouldn't that be just perfect?
1: Wouldn't that be great? If, like, the next time you were happy, you just died happy? Yeah. What if, that's a great movie concept, what if the the one time you're truly happy, you die?
0: You die. That's, like, but that's, like, Christianity. I mean, it's not Christianity. It's, you... We're going to have to
1: roll back on that one. No, <laughs> it's not.
0: it's not where you're happy and then you die. It's you die and then you get eternal happiness.
1: Yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, what if... The uh, the first time you are really truly happy, you die, and then your life ends. But
0: I feel like the one time that you're truly happy, I feel like that could happen at a very young age.
1: It could, and therein lies the dilemma.
0: Nobody gets past the age of six.
1: <laughs> Dude, I got a pony. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel. No, damn it, Bob! I told you not to give him the (laughs) (laughs) pony.
0: Oh my god! In the whole movie, is like you have to purposefully like upset people so that they don't die. Oh my god! That's our world. What if that's real life? Oh my god! We just came up with a movie. (laughs) It's great. It's great. I'm going to move
1: on. It. I'm going to move on to my thing. Yes, do your thing. My thing I'm excited to talk about. Um it's a video game. It's called Catherine. It is developed by Atlas Games and was released in 2011 on the PS3 and it is a trip. It is a trip. So Atlas Games also made the Persona series. Um if you played I talked about Persona 5 on our stylization episode, I believe.
0: You can remember our episodes.
1: I just remember everything I've talked about. Uh, nothing that you've talked about has been retained.
0: Uh, are you being a hundred percent right now?
1: I remember the devil all the time and vivarium.
0: Wow, and I feel like I explained those are the worst. That's probably why you remember. Yeah,
1: that. I was just nitpicking.
0: Okay, I cannot remember anything that you've talked about except um, Hollow Knight.
1: Yeah, and I barely talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever talked about. See
0: the- Okay, so great. We're
1: remembering our worst uh, topics, anyways. That's perfect, go ahead. perfect, perfect. Uh, yeah, so sort of plot here is uh, Vincent, who's the main character who you're playing, uh, is in a relationship with a girl named Catherine. Um, and it seems like they're probably going to get married, but Vincent doesn't really want to get married. Um, well, flash forward uh, Vincent gets like blackout drunk one night and has these weird nightmares about having to climb up this tower that is continually falling underneath him. Um, and once uh, she reaches the top of this place, he wakes up, and he wakes up next to a girl that he doesn't know. Um, in his Scandalous. room, right? And then you know, push comes to shove. She's very. This new girl is very pushy. Um, and like it is very much like, don't cheat on me. Like we're in a relationship, and. She's very like passionate and like the the sensual lover kind of person, you know. Okay. Where it's just like the the sexy lady that's just like the you know, the stereotype, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out that Catherine, your girlfriend, is pregnant. That's what she says. She's pregnant. And so there's this inner conflict between um and Vincent because he doesn't want to marry Catherine. Oh, by the way, the other girl's name is also Catherine. One's with a K, one's with a C.
0: That would have been good to know when you first started this. Yeah. <laughs> <Go ahead>.
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, so the main conflict comes down to Vincent himself. Um, he's having these nightmares because a bunch of dudes have been having these nightmares. And um, when, when, if you fall off the tower, you die for real. And you, if you fall off the tower in your dream, you die for real. Um,
0: How does he know this?
1: Well, you he doesn't know this, but you as a oh, player. You. Oh, okay. you as the player know this. Um and so there's this the, the main struggle comes with Vincent during the daytime when he's trying to decide whether or not to date Catherine or Catherine. Uh, <laughs> this bit's gonna go on for a while, Better get ready. Oh my god. Um so the gameplay is really interesting though, because during the daytime and the nighttime, there's two different kind of settings. So during the daytime Um, atlas is really good at doing social simulators mixed with other types of games so the daytime is a social sim what what that is is it's like um you go around and you talk to people and you make decisions and you and you steer conversations kind of like a visual novel but with a little more control um and then the decisions that you make during the daytime affect the storyline oh okay uh the nighttime is more of the gameplay aspect where it's a puzzle platformer where you have to there's a bunch of blocks it's a 3d puzzle and you have to sort of pull out blocks and move them and then, like, stack them and then, like, make stairs to climb up to the top of this tower. Okay. And once you get to the top of the tower, you've beaten the level. Um, And there's a whole bunch of imagery during the the night. Like, uh, each boss sort of represents what Vincent is currently fearing the most in his relationships. So the night that he finds out that Catherine is pregnant, um, he sees, like, a baby.
0: I was gonna say, does yeah. he see like a giant baby he or sees, something? Uh,
1: yeah, he actually sees a giant ass baby. Yeah. And then it's like chasing after him. It's like
0: dad. That's terrifying. Um
1: he some nights he sees uh his girlfriend Catherine. Um and then other nights he sees this weird sex butt monster.
0: <laughs> Roll that back.
1: <laughs> other nights he sees this weird sex butt monster. It's a butt. It's got a face. And it's weird, and it's supposed to symbolize sex.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, where does the sex come in? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I haven't finished the game yet because I've been playing 30 million other games as well as doing all of my homework and living a life as a college student, which we love. It's great. I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> and one thing that, um, that Catherine does really well is uh, this point of tension and the love triangle kind of thing going on. So Catherine and Catherine don't know that Catherine and Catherine exist. Makes sense. Right? He's keeping it secret from everyone. But he has all of these moments where like they're all like where Catherine and Catherine will be in the same place at the same time and he'll be there. And then it's like this point of like unbelievable tension. Yeah. So like one morning. Um, so he keeps falling asleep and then not knowing like how Catherine is ending up in his house and having sex with him and uh, then waking up and then she's there, you know?
0: Um I don't wanna know. <laughs> Having sex? Are you playing? Like, do you no, decide? You don't. you
1: don't you don't see anything.
0: Oh, but she, you just know?
1: But it's implied. Because she talks about like like she, she's very suggestive oh, during the morning time.
0: Yeah, right. You said um, that, yeah.
1: And so like you can you can infer that they've likely had sex even though you yourself don't see it. Okay. And that's also I was like a say, point that's of, a
0: very weird video game then. Yeah,
1: it's it's very much laced in mystery. Like you don't really know if your girlfriend is pregnant or not, or if she's just saying that. Because th- what happens is during the social sometimes, like they will, the characters around you will be talking and they'll drop little hints to make you doubt certain things about the characters, like um, like you would as a h- true person, like yeah. you doubt, like is this woman really pregnant with my baby or is she just trying to get me to marry her? Um, and so they they okay. sow these tiny little doubts in your head about each girl, and so you have to like weigh your options, you mm-hmm. know, um, so. Yeah, there are these points of tension when they're all in the same area in the same time. So one morning, Vincent wakes up and Catherine is there and then Catherine comes by to drop off, like, a gift or something. And um, he's, like, saying, like, oh, that's the landlady. Um, And then he just, like, slams the door and then he's talking to Catherine. And then Catherine on the inside is, like, doing something. And then um, she... Catherine hears Catherine on the outside and then he says that Catherine is uh actually her boss his boss who was staying the night cuz he was super drunk and then Catherine believes that Catherine wasn't there um even though Catherine was there
0: so i don't i don't get this is he when you said one night that he just wakes up in another woman's house
1: no in his house with another woman
0: in his house with another woman just random. and you, and it's never explained how she got there why she's there
1: Nope. Uh, so basically what happens is you are drinking. Um, so I was just
0: going to say, because then he's just cheating. That's just cheating. So
1: you're drinking one night and then that girl comes up to you and starts talking to you and then like uh, you leave and the next thing you know, like you wake up and she's there and you're bed.
0: So he is cheating.
1: We we think so. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so he's having this moral dilemma of like, I'm cheating on my girlfriend, but, like, I'm also not happy with the way things are going. Mm Because he doesn't want to marry Catherine.
0: This is going to get me very aggravated. I'll let you say everything that you want to say. I won't go... I won't step on my soapbox.
1: He doesn't want to marry Catherine. Because he likes the way that things are. He thinks that things are settled. um, And he's in between jobs. And he doesn't feel like he's ready for marriage. You know? Um, And so when he ends up cheating on her he feels he starts feeling this guilt but he's it's like that's the point of the game is this internal struggle yeah of like like why am i guilty should i continue this relationship i mean obviously i shouldn't be cheating but which girl should i choose um and there's a really interesting sort of part of the game where when you finish each sort of nighttime level there's this confessional booth that you go into and it asks you one question in that question um it has two answers you can either answer kind of like a yes or a no but uh if you're playing online if you have a playstation plus account and you play online uh, you can then look at polls of what Everyone answered. Mm-hmm. So you can see the polls of everyone whoever played on their first time what the percentages was of each thing that they chose. And then it does women from their twenties to uh from their twenties to thirties and then men from their twenties to thirties. Wow, so
0: you really get like everyone's opinion.
1: Yeah. And so you can it's really, really interesting to me That's sometimes really seeing cool. where the differences are between the genders mm-hmm. um as well as just like what people chose their first time through. Uh so I've always really enjoyed that aspect of it but I I think that the game does a good job because when it comes to like romance there's got to be someone to root for
0: I was gonna say exactly I was like so who are you rooting for like what's the yeah but
1: the thing about the game is that you can pick who to root for you know because you can pick the nostalgia of your old girlfriend the girl that you've been with for forever or you can pick like the allure of the new sexy girl Mm -hmm. that you have just met and you decide through your choices and your actions who you end up staying with at the end of the game. There's different endings. So there's
0: no, like, one, like, at the very end where it says, like, you pick her or you pick her. It's based on all of your choices throughout the... As far the... as
1: I understand, yes. Okay. Um. It.
0: So you can't, like, pick all for the first Catherine and then at the very end be like, no, I want the second Catherine.
1: I mean, there's likely some sort of moment where it's like a... like a. It's
0: a crossroads. It's a crossroads. Yeah.
1: Um, which sort of resets all the decisions you've made, but then that gives you a different ending with that person. Okay. So maybe you're cheating on Your girlfriend for forever And then you end up Marrying your girlfriend But she knows that you cheated And so you're not happy In the end Gotcha Um, Or maybe You cheat on your girlfriend And then you end up Breaking up with your girlfriend To get with the new girl And um, She never finds out That you had a girlfriend In the first place And you end up being Happily married Mm -hmm. So it all depends On your decisions Like you know That's one thing That Atlas does Is it's very good at, At having like Your decisions and things Affect what happens Throughout the game It's a really really Interesting game To play through And um, I think it's fun because everyone's got their own type, you know? Yeah. And so each of these girls has a different kind of stereotype. And if you play with the um the full body, which is the the so Atlas does a single where they'll remake the game and they'll add an extra character to it. Um Okay. So they added an extra character to it, also named Catherine. <laughs> but this person is I was gonna a, say how
0: do they how do they misspell her name this time? The Q. No way!
1: Yeah, Q-A-T-H-E-R-A-N-E. Ah. <laughs> um yeah
0: that just doesn't make any sense i mean
1: it doesn't but it is um and this catherine is a completely different stereotype and i won't spoil anything about any more of that um but it you know i'm gonna spoil it so that catherine the from the 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 dlc i'll say is actually a a transgender it's a dude (gasps) yeah what dude the whole time i don't know if you can date him but like He's as
0: so sure as g- I can try. I was <laughs>
1: trying for so long. I was like, is, I know this is the DLC character. Can I date the DLC character? I need to know. Um, and so I was really trying to date the DLC character. And I found out it was a dude. And I was like, this is not sway me. <laughs>
0: that does
1: not. But yeah. So I was trying so hard to date that person. And I think that they're not going to let you end up dating that one in the ending. Which I think is dumb.
0: That's really dumb. Um, and I want to hear the reasoning behind it. Because but I also don't can- know. Okay, you don't know. Okay, well we'll leave it so, at that. We don't but know.
1: I'm thinking because at least with the choices that I've made, I've hit this point where it's like the all of your friends are like, but Catherine's a dude, and you're like, yeah, I know, but just like, I I want to see. I want to see. You know, it's it's like it's the personality, and then they're, they're like being. It's very respectful of the transgender. I was gonna character. say
0: I don't think they would be. Like
1: yeah, they're not like.
0: Exp- what's the word? Um. Explicit. Not explicit, but like um, uh, exposing. No, it's um. Oh, I don't remember the word. It, it starts with X. Um, I don't know. Being rude about um.
1: Yeah, no, they're very open minded about it. All the characters are. Um, and I mean that's a great thing. It's it's and it's really interesting. Exploit. They're not exploiting that. It's it's at first it is this moment of just like, um, oh my gosh, she's a dude, mm-hmm. but which seems like an exploitation at first, but it's not carried out that way. But I think that that is a that first sort of shock moment is definitely like a rational exp- like thing for that. Cause you just find out that Catherine's a guy or transgender.
0: I was going to say, well, we want to be careful about that. We, we don't want to, I mean, we don't, wanna- I feel
1: like if you were expecting this person to be female of sex and this entire time, that's what you thought. And then suddenly you find out that this person is not of the female sex, um, but is in fact of the male sex, but with female gender, Um, that is, aptly, it is, I mean, it's surprising.
0: Well, yeah, no, it's surprising. I just, I'm just meaning with our terminology. Just, we want to, like, yeah, and you said it right. She is a male by sex.
1: Yes, male by sex, female by gender.
0: Is it gender? gender, By gender. Okay. Um. I just want to make sure we're not getting those confused and being rude or anybody, um, offending anybody yeah by saying oh that's it's it's a he but no it, it's a she
1: yeah she and... is a male by sex mm-hmm. female by gender um and so they're they explore that for a little bit i have okay. not like i said i haven't finished the game so i don't know how it goes but gosh darn it she's cute
0: oh she's cute
1: <laughs> she she was my favorite she was my number one favorite and then i found out she was a dude and i was like this is not changing
0: it doesn't <laughs> change anything it shouldn't change anything i, like, I don't think it so.
1: doesn't um
0: when did the game come out
1: the the full body came out in 2017, 18, but the original game did not have the transgender character and came out in 2011.
0: Okay, and then what was the, did you say what kind of style it was?
1: Yeah, it is a social simulator slash 3D platforming puzzle. I just I was
0: because whenever you're explaining I just hit the mic again. Whenever you're explaining it to me, I'm trying to imagine it in my head, and then I couldn't remember the style you said, and I was like, so many different things are happening. Yeah,
1: so Atlas does a lot of anime styles. Mm-hmm. So the, the style is very reminiscent of like anime, animation, um, Japanese animation. Okay. And uh there are se- the the cut scenes, like the, the full on cut scenes are all hand animated.
0: Cool. Wow. Yeah.
1: They did the same thing with Persona Five and all of the Persona games. It's that's their shtick. That's that's where they sit, and they you know they're really good at it. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, that's. Uh,
0: and that was something I didn't get to talk about, which I won't go into too much. But a lot of romance movies also do that, which I'm glad that you talked about it. Um, a a triangle, a love triangle. It's a love triangle, right? The the two of the people don't have to like each other. Yeah. Or do they? No.
1: No. It's like the it, it's it, like it, the, the Sir Lancelot and. King Arthur's situation was a love triangle because he loved his wife. Lancelot loved his wife, but, but she the, cheated. the two of
0: them don't love each other. Yeah, no. the two of them don't love each other. Okay, that, yeah, then it's a love triangle. And I feel like that's another, uh, not stereotype, but it is another... Uh, trope. Trope, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, that you see in a lot of romance movies. And you're always rooting for that one person. And it's cool because in a video game, you can actually choose the person. In a yeah, movie, and- you don't really get to choose. But usually in a film... Spoiler alert, if you've never seen one, um, usually he, they get neither of them.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's what I was saying. I don't think I finished that thought, but the what I was saying is like it's nice because everyone has their own type, and each character is sort of like a different type, and you as the player get to choose- Your type. Your type. That's really cool. And yeah. It's really interesting. And that's that's a lot with a lot of dating sim games. There are dating sim games, which I could have talked about, um, but I didn't want to talk about them because that's kind of like a cop-out, because they're just like visual mm. novels- and you just like you're just talking and picking who you want and not to poop on those games there are a lot of those games that are really well designed um but i feel like as a whole you don't
0: really see like don't romance in video games
1: you don't and that's
0: that's it's, interesting
1: it's difficult to do let's move on to recommendations Recommendations, so um, I have for a video game, this is not a romance video game, but this is a video game that includes a heavy romance aspect, Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, It's a beautiful game, it's an RPG, it's one of the games that gets you the closest to playing Dungeons and Dragons in video game form. Um, It's a real-time strategy RPG uh, placed in sort of a medieval-ish fantasy world. Um, but then when the romance comes in, from you can romance like any woman in the game, <laughs> and there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can have romances, and there's like uh, like a bunch of different quests, and you can romance whoever you want and as many people as you want. Um, you can romance the man, you can romance the women. Um, it is it's it's fun. It's not like the aspect of the game, but it is a fun aspect of mm-hmm. a game that you don't see that often. Um, it's just with like actual relationships. Mm -hmm. not just like i'm gonna have sex with this person you know but it's like you're generating a relationship there's like relationship building there's quests for these relationships of which you're purposefully going out of your way to spend time with this person Mm -hmm. um and then like if you're dating two people at once then they will both get upset with you and then you will lose them both (laughs) or you get them or you date one and marry one i don't think
0: i've ever seen a media where one where you've one person, male, female, has been after or is in love with two people, and they get them both. That just doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I would like
0: to see a movie where they get both.
1: I think my favorite is, uh, when I was talking about Persona 5, you can date all of the girls in the game. Um, but then at the end, like, they all find out because you invite them all to Valentine's Day. <laughs> 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 it's a great bit. Um, and then the, that's how the game ends is with that, that whatever you, your perfect. romance traces were. Um, that's the that's the first one. I, this one is a interesting one. I wanted to mention it, um, because it is kind of a backwards romance, an anti romance film, if you will. And I, I was interesting. I was thinking a Marriage Story.
0: I was just thinking that I was thinking because you're giving multiple recommendations. I was thinking I should give multiple recommendations. I've never seen a Marriage Story, but you've told me to watch it multiple times.
1: Yeah, I mean, this story is about people getting divorced mm-hmm. and so it's like it's like a backwards romance like she um is divorcing him and she's moving on and it's the story of how like this divorce happens and like how you fall out of love yeah um and just all of these raw emotions that come along with that
0: i don't think i could handle
1: that oh uh, it is it is an amazing movie though um so i do recommend that as well those would be i'll just leave it with those those two recommendations there
0: Dang,
1: I gotta think of two now. You don't have to think of two. You know, oh, fine, do whatever you want.
0: Oh, I don't know. Okay, but I know the first one that I wanted to recommend is Fifty First Dates.
1: Is that the one when the girl uh, and the boy
0: fight at the beginning, and, and then, then they fall in and love, love. Fall in love. And then they fight again, and then they actually get together.
1: No, but that's the one with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy from um, A Bedtime Story, where all the bedtime stories come to life.
0: Why? That is not seriously the movie that you equate with Adam Sandler.
1: It is indeed.
0: No, it is not. He has so many great films, and that's the one that you equate with him?
1: I watched that movie like six times. Have you ever seen
0: another Adam Sandler movie? Have you ever seen Happy Gilmore? No. Have you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's Uncut Gems? No. Billy Madison?
1: Nope. Waterboy? Nope.
0: You haven't seen any of them. I'm not going to keep listing them, but you haven't seen any of them. He's great grown ups? Nope. Grown ups too?
1: Nope. <laughs> I guess you could say I made Adam Sandler sad
0: That was not good. Anyway, 51st <laughs> first, first dates, it stars Adam Sandler and I can't remember the leading lady's name, but she the storyline is she has amnesia and Adam Sandler's character falls in love with her and then every day has to Uh, convince her that they know each other and that they're actually dating and that he wants to, like, continue, like, a life with her. And it's just... It's, again, reliving the same day over and over again. Why did I do this?
1: That one's less of reliving the same day and just, like... She's
0: reliving the same day over and over again. So she... Yeah, so she has amnesia and she can only remember... I mean... The, like, she's been doing this at the beginning of the movie. You find out really early on that she's already been doing this for a couple of years, I think. And her, um, uncle or her brother and her father are enabling her and just letting her live the same day over and over again. Um... And then when this when Adam Sandler's character comes in, he's like, "That's you shouldn't be doing that. Like she needs to like live her own life. Why would you like force her to live the same day over and over again?" But he falls in love with her, and so they go on fifty first dates. They go every day. They go on a new first date to her, but it's multiple dates for him, and he's falling deeper in love. And she's like, "I just I just met this guy." Mm -hmm. It's a really good film. I really like the way that they tied it together at the end, and it's it's so beautiful. It makes me cry every time I watch it. Another love story
1: spider-man 2
0: see i want to no honestly i would say like spider-man um far from home or spider-man homecoming but they don't really it's not really a romance movie though it's it's action with romance sprinkled into it which is the thing about at the end of the podcast that's the thing about romance is it's it's really diverse and can be sprinkled in like anywhere um and dramas and action films and comedies and yeah, well because romance is, is
1: all around you. It's it's an everyday life. And yeah. so the ability it's it is so versatile, like it can fit in any genre. Like Dragon Age Inquisition is a action game based on war tactics, and then Catherine is a game about getting nudes from two separate women.
0: <laughs> Goodness.
1: But they you know, they both of them include romance and so that's just um it's it's really it's it's unique in that aspect because it's such a broad a broad category, you know? Mm-hmm. Because so many things can can include romance and so many things can be romantic.
0: There's some probably some Tom Hanks movies that have romance in it that I'm just that are just Forrest going hand. Forrest Gump. On my head. Forrest Gump's pretty good. I'm not going to recommend that one though. Oh. I am Forrest Gump I'm going to do three. You should, do, you should watch Forrest Gump.
1: <laughs> you just got to one-up me, don't you?
0: No, Forrest Gump is good. I won't go into details about that one, but it stars Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks can't do anything wrong, so you should definitely go watch you Forrest You can
1: do Cump. whatever you want for forever.
0: <laughs> the other movie that I'm going to recommend is, I just had the name, The Theory of Everything.
1: <gasps> the Theory of Everything. That's a good movie. Have you seen it? I've seen most of it.
0: So it is the, um, it's the retelling of the story of Stephen Hawking, and it goes through his life, uh, finding out that he has, I think it's ALS, I can't remember the actual, like, name of the disease. Hey,
1: Siri, what disease does Stephen Hawking have?
0: She shut off. She wasn't going to listen to you. From Hawking was diagnosed with motor neurone disease, also known as amyotrophic lateral sclerosis or ALS in 1960. ALS! Look at you being so smart. Because he did the, remember a while ago there was the ALS challenge where you dump a, a bucket of freezing uh, water on your head? You Remember when that happened in like the early, um, 2013?
1: That's what that was about?
0: It was about ALS. Nobody knew that, which really bothered me. You were supposed to dump the bucket of ice or ice water on your head, but you were also supposed to donate to LA, a- ALS. Anyways. The Theory of Everything, it's about him and him discovering that he has ALS and him coming to terms with this and believing that he only has a couple more years to live, falling in love, and it's the love story between him and his wife and the troubles that they go through because they did have a lot of troubles throughout their marriage and having kids and all of these things and being a famous uh, scientist and theoretical physicist.
1: Physicist? Physicist? Physicist.
0: Um... It's really good and I think it shows the like you're saying with a marriage story. It's not really like a hokey um love story. Like it's the opposite of a love story and this is a love story, but you also really get to see those real moments of like pain and when you don't get along with the other person and that's what real life is. is this is not always happy dory happy ending stuff. Happy dory? Happy dory.
1: I mean hunk- hunky.
0: Happy dory. Okay. I said what I said. Yeah, those are going to
1: be my three movies. Three movies. Uh, Okay, wait. Now I I have to give another one, and then you give another one, and then (laughs) podcast never ends. Um, Now, that is it for this week. Thank you guys for joining us on this intellectual journey. We will catch you guys on the flip side. Bye. Media for the Intellectually Impoverished is produced by Trey Taylor Smith and Miranda Randy Zapes.
0: Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MFTIIPodcast. Or email us at MFTiipodcast at gmail.com.
1: That's MFT2Is Podcast. Thanks for listening.